Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today I am so, 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 so honored to have Brian Sexton back on the show. Now, he was on, I think, last year. And if you want to find his first episode of the Intentional Encourager on the Author to Authority podcast, it will be in the show notes. But welcome back, Brian. I'm so glad to have you. Well, by the way, if you want to find Kim Thompson Pender's appearance on the Intentional Encourager podcast, go source that out. Kim, you you really graced our podcast early in in its in its development. And I can't thank you enough for doing that because you told your powerful story mm-hmm. uh, of of how you grew up and things like that. And it's still one of my favorite episodes because I just appreciate how genuine and how forthcoming you are. And it really, I'll say this real quick, what you did really led me in a different direction because as I started, as as we built, we had people that were more and more forthcoming. I just recorded an episode the other day and a guy, and and my guest told me, he said, I've never shared this anywhere else. Mm -hmm. He said, but I'm going to share something with your audience. And it's that moment when you get those moments and and your episode was like that where you shared your life and and I'm forever indebted and grateful to you for doing that. Oh, I'm so honored. And you know what, Brian, when I, I took a look at, you know, all of my guests that I've had on since 2019 and, you know, you were one of those people I immediately was like, we got to have Brian back on the show. So one of the things I, I wanted to talk to you about today is what has the last 18 months for you? Like, you know, how have you grown? How have you changed? What things have happened? Has it been good? Has it been bad? I've been asking all of my guests that question. Because, you know, for some, COVID was one of those things where, you know, they'd been working hard and then all of a sudden COVID allowed them to reap all the results. Yeah. But you know what? For others, it was like, it was like, hitting a wall continuously. So, you know, I want to hear everybody's stories because now, I mean, we're not out of it yet. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping by next summer we will be out of it. Yeah. But I want to, I want to know what, how have you grown through this time? Well, it's a tale of two cities. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. So I was very fortunate that I worked for a company that basically just said, get your, you know, do your work and then whatever else you do, you do. And and I continued to, to get paid through that. And I had very supportive leadership that knew I was podcasting, knew I was working on a book and they were, they were supportive. They were like, go forth and do. 
So it was very empowering. But Kim, I found myself getting bored because I am a road warrior by nature. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up in a house of a road warrior, traveling and working and things like that. And so I got bored. I was like, I really want to go out. I really want to go travel and do things. And and it's the one thing you cannot do. <laughs> right. And so, and then in the midst of that, in March of this year, I started getting recruited to another company and trying to figure out, you know, God, is this, is this you opening a door for us to do something else? And it opened, I took it, and it closed quickly. And I was able to go back to my old company in a different role. But for about six weeks, I really wondered. I was like, okay, I was faithful. I was obedient. God, why did you shut this door after it had been open? And so, Kim, like I said, 2020 was great. 2021 has been that. There, there are times, I don't mean to, to elongate this, but there are battles that you face internally. Yes. Where you just say to yourself, and, and there were days that I got up and I was like, I'm not feeling it today. I'm not feeling like being the intentional encourager today because I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of internal and I'm tired of internal fighting and battles within my mind and my spirit. And, and that's why I say it was the best of times. It was the worst of times because I really had to recommit to what my purpose was to, to encourage people and, and try to help people. And, and it was, there were days that it was a struggle. It was a real struggle. So, but again, I'm here, I'm alive. That's right. God's given me another day. And in my family, knock on wood, and in the Sexton family, that's an accomplishment. Like if you don't drop dead that day, I mean, it's a good day, you know? So, I mean, it's, and I can joke about that, but it's, uh, but again, to answer your question, it's the best of times, it's the worst of times, and it's coming back. I mean, it's a roller coaster. It's coming back, but it's it's trying to keep yourself level in the midst of that roller coaster. Yeah, and sometimes you can't. Yeah, sometimes you just careen off the tracks, which is a, which is a bad thing, you know. But but sometimes I think we're supposed to have we're supposed to learn how to experience those ups and downs, mm -hmm. you know, because there's there's things that are taught in the mountaintop. And there's things that are taught in the valley. And if yeah. you never go to those two places, you don't learn the lessons that you're supposed to learn. Well, I understand, yeah. you know, and I don't mean to interrupt you. I understand. I'm clear now mm -hmm. on why I've been talking about the things I've been talking about the last two years. I'm clear about that. And I'm more bullish about it now, if that makes any sense. Because I see a lot of things on social media and I see things from from people that should know better. And I'm just going to be transparent. I see things from people that should know better. Yep. And I just scream like, come on, encourage somebody. Don't 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 offer me expertise. Give me encouragement. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that. Listen, I, I'm just going to I'm going to come out and say this. And if it offends somebody, it offends somebody. But it's just the way I, that I'm feeling. I believe if pastors are not encouraging their congregations, they're missing it. If you're on social media and you're a pastor and you want to tell people how to live and you're not encouraging them, you're missing the boat. You're missing it because your church needs encouragement more than it's ever needed encouragement. Your company 
needs encouragement more than it's ever needed encouragement. We talk about the great resignation. People are leaving companies because they're discouraged. If you yeah. really hit the, the nail on the head, Kim, people are leaving companies because they're discouraged. They don't feel they like don't, there's advancement opportunities. They don't feel like there's room for them for their talents and abilities, which the Bible says that a person's gifts make room for themselves. Yep. And so I, I wish we had more people that just said, you know what? There might be something to this encouragement thing. I didn't I didn't mean to go off on a tangent or, or start preaching. No, but, but I, I think you brought up some really great points. And even, even as an entrepreneur, you know, there's several aspects to this. You know, there's been a lot of stress being an entrepreneur these last 18 months. You know, 100%. I mean, well, there's always stress being an entrepreneur, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That, that goes with it. But, you know, I think the level of stress has just increased massively. And, you know, I see people just really not giving that value. Like there's a book I love called The Go-Giver, Bob Burke. And, you know, he talks about, you know, how do you bring value? And in a sense, you know, how do you bring that encouragement? You know, when you're when you're trying to work with your clients, your customers, your employees, you know, how do you do it with that servant's heart? And I think one thing that's really important, and I think, you know, as entrepreneurs, we've missed the boat is you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. You know, you can't run on empty, you know, and give that value. You can't run on empty and be that encouragement that you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's amazing that people run in those same circles. Bob's a friend of mine. I've had Bob on the intentional encourager podcast. I, I did live radio a few weeks ago for a friend of mine. Bob came on the show and talked about the go-giver. When I think about you, Kim, you're an authority on giving because you you have done that for people. And, and, and people like that tend to run in the same circles. Our friend Daryl Amy, our friend yes. Larry Levine, and I, I could mention several mutual friends of ours. And if I think of a common theme, that's what I think of is their authority that they have is, is that they give first and they say, how can I help you yes. get better? How can I help you? And, 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 and I've said this and I said this in, in my book, my book doesn't happen without you spending an hour with me and just saying, listen, I just want to help you. Mm. I just want to help you. And that, that was profound because I was trying to honor my dad. I can do it with this platform very easily, but there's a lot of times that that you know I wanted to do something over and above. And and without you giving of yourself and putting me in, you know, and 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 Daryl actually was the one that introduced us, but had Daryl not had the spirit of giving and Larry not had and Bob, all these wonderful people then then this conversation we're having right now doesn't happen. So when I think of your authority, what I think immediately about you is you're an authority on giving and you understand it as well as anybody that I know or have ever known. And so my thanks to you publicly, and I've said this to you privately, my thanks to you publicly, because when I think of you as in your authority, that's what I think of. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's true. It's it, it's true, and and here's what I'll say too. Why can't we make encouragement and giving? 
we talk about, you know, doing this volunteer stuff. I, I see a lot of companies that say, well, we're going to give our employees volunteer time off to do these things. And it's almost like, well, let's make ourselves look good and let's put on a good face in, in the community. And, and it's like, okay, but where is the real giving going on at? Yeah. Where is the real, you know, I, I think of the schoolhouse rock back in the 70s when I was a kid. And, and there was, that. yeah, schoolhouse rock. My favorite one that goes along with that was conjunction, junction, what's your function? Function, yeah. And, and, well, I knew I'd have you at conjunctions because that's your, that's kind of where you, the space you live in. <laughs> no, but, it was the song. I'm a mute. Yeah. I, I love music. It was the song. Conjunction, junction. <laughs> what's your function? But what's our function when we, what's our function in giving? Are we giving just to make ourselves feel better or to, to, to make ourselves look good? Or are we giving to people because we have the heart that we want to, that it, it is, it's better for us to see others succeed. Yeah. And I don't understand why we don't have more of those cultures in companies today Instead of the, well, let's go out and do volunteer work because maybe we'll get some good publicity from it or we'll get some good PR from it. I hope I didn't go off in a too big of a tangent there. No, I, you know what? I think it's important because as an entrepreneur, you know, you, you have several different ways that you can run your business. Mm -hmm. But like you said, myself, you, Larry, Daryl, Bob Berg, Sherry Lewick. You know, all I forgot them. about Sherry. Forgive me, Sherry. <laughs> She's, I'm going to get a text from Sherry. Like, how did you forget me? You know, Sherry's awesome. We've learned that giving is the reward in of itself. Mm -hmm. And when you can give when no, with no expectation of getting something back, you do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of the things about giving is the fact that it does never comes back in the way that you suspect. Mm -hmm. It never does. You know, you think, okay, you're going to do A, B, C, and D, and, you know, you'll get back E. You know, and, and yeah. God kind of goes, yeah, no, you'll do A, B, C, and D, and maybe down the road I'll throw in Z. Do you know why, do you know why encouragement is so hard for people to grasp the concept of? Is because you have to give more of it than you take in. Yeah. And that's why people don't, that's why people, everyone is built and wired to be encouragers. Yes. Our, our divine creator made us in his image. And Kim, as Christians, you and I understand that concept, and a lot of people don't, but because we understand that we were created by a divine creator who, who perfectly made us, Yes. then we understand that encouragement is in God's nature. So every one of us are wired to be encouragers. I haven't developed the secret sauce on this. It's not unique to Brian Sexton. Everybody has that. But the, the biggest single reason that people do not choose to be intentional encouragers is that we are in a society today that wants to take in more than they give. And to be an intentional encourager, you have to give much more than you take in. You know, you say that and it reminds me, um, I, I heard this story directly from this person's lips. So she was, I don't know whether she was like on public transportation or whether she was sitting in a park somewhere, but there was this person and she, she would see this person all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but they never talked. It's like, you know, you take the same bus, right? So you right. see the same people all the time. And one day she noticed this person was visibly upset mm -hmm. 
And she decided that she was just, you know, that little bit of encouragement. So she didn't say anything, but she made sure she caught the person's eye and she gave that encouraging smile. Like, it's like, you know, I know you're going through a rough time, but everything's going to be okay. She didn't say anything. She just smiled at the person, right? And made sure the person saw it. The person came back later and told her that he had been going home that day to commit suicide because he felt like no one cared about him. Wow. And because she had taken that direct action to just smile at him, it was like God saying, see, someone does care. And he didn't commit suicide that day. Powerful. That is so powerful. And it's the simplest thing. All it was was a smile. And, and, you know, Kim, I'm glad you shared that with me because now it makes me think, okay, I used to tell my salespeople this, anything you say can and will be used against you. It's something that we use in the United, it's part of the Miranda rights when someone's arrested here in the United States, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. I used to tell my salespeople, anything you say can and will be used against you. But I want to amend that when we're talking about encouragement and say, anything you say can and will be used to encourage somebody. So when you're speaking intentional encouragement, be sure you're speaking life. Be sure you're positive. Be sure you're in direct. Be specific Mm -hmm. as well, too. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of that concept of have a nice day. Okay, great. Thank you. What, 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 what do I, am I supposed to do with that? You know, what constitutes a nice day, right? You know, for me, a nice day would be somebody, a Brinks truck pulling up in my driveway (laughs) and being like, hey, here's $10 million. That would be a nice day. Now that would be a nice day. Or maybe, or in my case, like the Schwann's guy just pulling up and dropping free food in my driveway as well, too. That'd be a nice day, you know, but, um, but that's, you know, what constitutes a nice day? Everybody's definition of a nice day is different. Yeah. If I can say, listen, I hope you find something today that makes you smile. Mm-hmm. And I hope you have a conversation that lifts your spirit. Now that's specific. Yes. That's specific. But I disagree with you a little bit though. Okay. I you think, can do that. It's your, it's your podcast. It on how the person says it. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I've had, you know, I've been in stores and I've had cashiers say that, and you know, they're just saying it because that's what's expected of them. Mm-hmm. But I've had other cashiers who look me in the eye and I know they mean it. That's right? it. So That's it's it. not always the words. Right. Yeah. And like I had this experience, I don't know how many years ago now it was, it was quite a while ago, but I was having a really rotten day. Just mm-hmm. No good down dirty day. Right. Yep. And I go through the McDonald's drive through and I grab myself a coffee. And when I got the coffee into the car, I, I drove, I was in the parking lot. I looked at it. The girl had written on the cup, have a really nice day. Thank you. Oh, wow. Now, she didn't know I was having a, you know, a really bad day, right? She didn't yeah. know that. She just, and I mean, I've never had it since. But it was, well, see, just, she had that thought just to write on my cup, have a nice day. And it made see, a difference. I'm kind of questioning you at the moment. Because Canada has like 8 billion Tim Hortons. Why would you choose to go through a McDonald's? Because we're jealous here. We don't, I think the closest Tim Hortons we have is like 45 minutes away 
you know, and, and, well, and there, there's a McDonald's like, it's like, yeah, I could have McDonald's, but if yeah, there's but a McDonald's Tim Hortons. Has approved their coffee. It's not quite as good as Tim Hortons, but it's, it's getting there. Um, usually it's the lineup because, um, well, okay. If I'm in, in, there's two towns right beside each other that compromise our area and two townships that surround it. Okay. Yeah. But in the one town, they only have a Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. In the main town, they have four Tim Hortons, one McDonald's, and a McDonald's and a Walmart. See, I thought it was Canadian law that you had to visit a Tim Hortons at least twice a week. Well, yeah, but with COVID, <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. But where I live, at one point, the McDonald's and the Tim Hortons are right beside each other. So I will drive in, and whichever one has the shorter line gets my business that day. Well, here's the thing, Kim. So we were the last state, West Virginia, where I live, we were the last state to have a freestanding Starbucks. Oh, okay. So, so every other state in, in the United, you know, Alaska, Hawaii, you know, the, I mean, remote places have freestanding Starbucks. <laughs> Little West Virginia. You know, like, uh, but now, see, now we got in the little town that I live in. Now we have a Starbucks in the Target. We have a freestanding Starbucks. We have a Starbucks in the mall. Um, now I can, yeah, within about 15 minutes, I can get about six Starbucks and different, even, even, even at Marshall, where I went to school and where my son goes to school, they have a Starbucks in their student center. <laughs> So and so now it's like okay, just because West Virginia, I guess the people at Starbucks are just making up for the fact that all those years they ignored us, and, and we have a reputation of West Virginia. We're the heaviest state in the union. People like to eat here. We have Biscuit Worlds. Okay, we have a chain of restaurants called Biscuit World. You know, and, and so you know, I guess the 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 Starbucks people, the light went off, and they were like, listen, those people like to eat biscuits and drink coffee maybe we better put a starbucks there because the starbucks at my in in my town they've put up cones like to direct the traffic because the drive-thru is always backed up oh, and i'm like oh, oh the it's tim Hort- about time okay. it, later in the day it's not bad but you do not want to go through a tim hortons in the morning like there's like 30 cars in in the drive-thru lineup oh but that's I, the same way at starbucks in my town. or a tassimo right? my, my wife has a curie yes okay I make you a deal. You email okay. me your address. I will send you a box of Tim Hortons Keurig pods. Oh, see, I see. I put coffee in my tea. I'm a tea drinker. <laughs> I'm a tea. So you've been you've been seeing me sip on on that. But here's my secret comment. Here's my secret blend. It's Lipton tea, six packets of stevia, the green, the 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 whole earth green stevia, honey. Mm. and a little bit of Folgers Instant Coffee. Mm. That's my special blend. So if if the folks at Whole Earth, Folgers, um, Walmart, because that's where I get the honey, and Lipton, my email address is the Intentional Encourager Podcast at gmail.com. Sponsorship opportunities are available. So if you want to see the Lipton logo behind me, <laughs> Just just reach out. Intentional Encourager Podcast at gmail.com. Sponsorship opportunities are available. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And 
And I'm wearing my Cincinnati Bengals gear because, you know, my Bengals play tonight. They play on, on TV. So, you know, I, 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 yeah. And by the way, Cincinnati, the same address for the Cincinnati Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals, you can reach me at intentional encourager podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We'll just put a Bengals logo back here. Oh, you're so hey, funny. speaking of which, let me, can I, can I just give you a quick shout out? Sure. I cannot wait for people to get a hold of your materials that, that you've got coming. And I'm so proud not only to be your friend, but I see behind you the the great books that you have helped put out. And I have a copy of, of Revenue Growth Engine. I was supposed to have a copy of Selling from the Heart, Larry Levine. So I, you know, but but you have done some incredible, amazing work with friends of ours and and um Sherry, you mentioned Sherry, and and I just you're you're incredible. The work you guys are doing is just absolutely incredible. Well, thank you. But you know what? It's because I have incredible clients. That's true. That's true. Yep. I have I have their cell phone numbers too, and don't make me use it. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh we're working on Larry's second book, and uh, him and Daryl got together in a hotel and they uh, they took a picture of themselves and they sent it to me as a post. As if they didn't have enough to say in their first two books. They got you know, Larry's going to write a second one. So, but no, no, it's the work you do with folks is just absolutely incredible. I, I just I wanted to to say that to you. I want to make sure we got that in on the on the podcast. Well, thank you so much. So, if you have really enjoyed this conversation today, and you want to find out more about Brian. And the intentional courager, Brian, how can people find you? Or if you want to sponsor the podcast, that'd be, you know, yeah. Yes. Spo- for sponsor- sponsorship opportunities, sponsorship available. opportunities available. Yeah. The three magic words to every podcast, sponsorship opportunities available. So no, Kim, they can, thank you for doing that. They can find me on LinkedIn. That's where I hang out quite a bit. Um, it's Brian Sexton, um, MBA. Uh, next to it. Um, you can find uh, the Intentional Encourager podcast wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple podcast, uh, Google Play, iHeart. Uh, iHeart's becoming more popular. Um, YouTube, we have an Intentional Encourager podcast channel. So all the episodes that we have, and I think now, good grief, uh, tomorrow we'll release episode 183 nice and so yeah it's like you know no wonder the gray is starting to come out of my beard a little bit more is <laughs> you know and that and the fact that my wife is like don't call her your beard i want it salt and pepper when you've been married to the same woman for 25 years and you really believe the expression if mom ain't happy ain't nobody happy then then you tend to do those things but no you can find the the youtube channel for the intentional encourager podcast and find me on LinkedIn. We have a Facebook page. Just type in the Intentional Encourager. The, the Facebook page will come up. Twitter at Brian Sexton 13. I'm, I'm really amazed and grateful. Kim, I was thinking about something. We have had guests on the Intentional Encourager podcast that reside in 40 of the 50 United States. And we've recorded podcasts with people in about eight or nine different countries. Nice. South Africa, Australia, Thailand. Um, Hungary. It, it, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm amazed. You forgot me. Canada. Well, yeah, I, Canada. Obviously, I even had a friend that was on from that lives in Guatemala. Nice. Believe it or believe it or That's not. Cool. So, 
Yeah. So, you know, the one from Thailand was pretty cool. He the the guy was was in Thailand. Um that that's been pretty cool, but you know, I don't I don't know how long how much longer we'll go or where we'll go, but I I don't worry about it. People are are like, "Well, how many downloads you get?" I don't care. How many copies of your book? I don't know. I don't care. It's it, they're resources to help other people. Yes. And if somebody gets help, fantastic. If you know, or if listen, if you have trouble sleeping, just pop in the Intentional Encourager podcast, and in about three minutes, you'll just go right to sleep. That's what happens in my family. Hey Kim, I got to tell you something real quick. Real, 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 hey, real quick, because we have to end here. <laughs> real quick, my son comes to me. My twenty-one-year-old son comes to me. He says, "Dad, I'm going to do a podcast." He said, "You've inspired me. I'm going to do a podcast." I said, "Son, that's great." I said, "You thought about it?" He said, "Yeah." He says, "It's going to be called the Unintentional Discourager." I'm going to take what you're doing. And I'm going to do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so if you want unintentional discouragement, you know, you could you know, if, if if you're an insomniac or you want unintentional discouragement, that might be other ways to listen to the intentional encourager podcast. I don't take myself seriously. So Kim, you're awesome. I appreciate your friendship and value it. Thank you for having me on today. You're very welcome. So this has been Brian Sexton and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.